0: Welcome everybody, thank you for joining us here on the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. My name is Louisa Havers and I help high achievers, entrepreneurs and coaches lift the lid on life and business so that they can live at their highest value. Each episode we will bring you our favourite founders, CEOs and guest experts to share with you their insights and strategies to expand your wealth consciousness, your spiritual leadership and aligned business strategies. We know that living in alignment with your soul's mission is what fulfills you, and we are here to show you how to achieve this in an energetically aligned way. If you haven't already, be sure to claim your free abundance activation in the Akashic Records. Go to louisahavers.com forward slash gift to unlock your abundance activation today. And if you'd like my support in having aligned success in life and business, then contact me at www.aluisahavers.com and let's explore together if it's an aligned match. Get ready to live at your highest value and to expand into your next level of money as you elevate and receive more, you create more for others. Righty-ho, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode, everybody. Welcome to the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. This week, we are talking about how to 2x your revenue and shave off 10 hours a week, or more, with the fabulous Ursula Menchez. I'm so excited that Ursula is back with us. Ursula has been on the podcast before. Thank you so much for coming back, Ursula.
1: Oh my gosh, Louisa, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and what we're going to cook up today.
0: Yay! I can't wait. And for those of you that are new to Ursula, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is fabulous. She is the leading expert on success and business growth and a USA Today best-selling author of Up Level Now and five other five other non-fiction books. She is a business strategist and coach who works with entrepreneurs to double their monthly revenue in as little as 30 days whilst working le- less. And she is a keynote speaker and certified as an NLP coach through the NLP Institute of California and helps her clients release the limiting beliefs and blocks that hold them back from their greatest success.
1: A huge welcome back, Ursula. Thank you, Louisa. So excited to be here again. Be awesome. Yes. So for, for those
0: that haven't yet tuned into um, the episode that you were on, which was episode 17, everybody, just to, if you want to circle back and uh, dive into to that one, tell, tell everybody a little bit about, you know, how did you get to start your business? What made you start your business and to, you know, that part of your journey?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So I started my my journey as a little girl on a farm in Southern Minnesota, in the middle of the U S for my international friends. And it was uh, growing up on a farm. If you've grown up on a farm, you know, it's a lot of hard work 24 seven. And so I had a lot of like, a lot of great work habits and a lot of limiting beliefs about money and kind of what was possible. My parents said, go to college and get a good job. So I followed that advice. I'm like, I'm going to do this, go to college. And I majored in psychology and communication, which like I could literally do nothing with it. I'm like, what? what are, now what and um my friend Jana and i god bless Jana, and i were working at pure one imports uh, which is a little retail store here in the u.s i don't even know if the, i don't know if they were ever international but we were making six dollars and 25 cents an hour and it was like that was with our four-year degrees and she's like listen i have an opportunity for us and my favorite word in that sentence was us and i said mm-hmm. do tell she said well my aunt and uncle just sold their company for 10 million dollars they live in the foothills of Boulder, Colorado, and, in, you know, multi-million dollar home foothill. We can go and live with them, and we'll have a job when we get to Colorado. We can work at the Pier 1 Imports there. So the long and short of it, I was like, yes, because you know, Louisa, when that door opens, you got to walk through it. And I look back at that 21-year-old, and I just want to pat her on the back and say, good, good for you, like you were willing to do something really scary because my family was like, you know, worried for us. But anyway, we did it. And that turned into one of the best things I ever did, because I ended up meeting Janna's uncle, who was the entrepreneur who'd grown this multimillion dollar company. And he like was at a point in his life where he was looking to mentor people. And he sat me down one day and he said, Ursula, what are your plans? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, I said, well, <laughs> at that time, I thought I wanted to go to law school. I wanted my own thing, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know what that meant. And he said this, and this is this was one of those life-changing moments. He said, get a job in outside sales and you can do anything. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't you know, question him. Um, and so I followed his advice and ended up getting a job in outside sales. And long and short of it is I hated everything about selling. And I will say that was a huge inspiration for me to <laughs> learn how to sell in a different way, which I did. I learned how to sell in a very intentional way, a way that supported our clients' Um, at that time at the tech company that I was working for. And within five years, I went from being in outside sales to running a $20 million company at the ripe old age of 27. And it was just this, I share this not to say, look what I did, I share it because if I, that little farm girl from Southern Minnesota, if I can learn how to sell and grow a business, I think anybody can. And so (laughs) since then, that's what I've been helping people do.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. And yes, huge congratulations to all the different versions of you that have got you to where you are today. I love that so much. What What do you think then? What is the, I'm going to ask you a big question here. What's the, the, the big secret to helping people to be able to get the results that um, they desire? You know, it comes down to so often goal setting. So what's the secret to being able to set goals so that, many people probably don't even know what, what, (laughs) because I know this is, you know, an area that you excel at.
1: Oh my gosh. And I'm constantly living it, right. You and I are constantly in this conversation too. The thing Mm. is though, you have to be clear about what you're asking for and crystal clear. And I believe that when you're crystal clear on what you're asking for, the universe can hear you. And it's still often Because of our limiting beliefs, because of our doubts, we vacillate, right? We go back. We're like, oh, I really want this, but I'll settle, settle for this, right? We have Mm. that settling conversation. And what I see, and believe me, this was a struggle. This is why I do what I do because I love seeing other people succeed, and I love learning this language of the universe. And what I noticed over the years, Louise, and I'm sure others have noticed this, is that there are people who, it's almost like, without a thought, right? They just seem to create and manifest so easily. And I won't say they're the smartest people in the room either, or the most talented in business or any area. And so I used to observe this and I would think, how, how are they doing? Like, it's not, it's not a big Mm -hmm. thing for them. They're not all wrapped up. They're not worried about it. It's as if they expect it to be there for them. And that's when it really started to click. It was moving from the goal, which, you know, it's important to be super clear on that, but how can you embody the energy of, Expecting that's in your world every day. I love to think of Oprah Winfrey, right? Oprah Winfrey, everyone knows who Oprah is. And you know, she's a multi-billionaire who came from nothing. And yet when Oprah wakes up today in Malibu or wherever she is in the world, she just expects her multi-million dollar home to be around her. She expects her private jet to be waiting for her. She's a different view of the world that she holds now. But I love talking about Oprah because she didn't always have that view, right? That wasn't always in her field, but she held on to what she wanted. She kept seeing it and stepping into it and stepping into it. And as entrepreneurs, that can be the hardest journey, right? When we, when things don't go the way we thought they should, or we wanted them to, we tend to stop and think it just didn't work. Well, maybe that's not true. Maybe the opportunity is to step into it again, especially when it comes to marketing and sales, right? Maybe the opportunity is to tweak and step into it again and step into, like, you just got to keep doing that. You can't stop. And so I think that, like, I mean, there are many, many things I've learned, but I think that's the number one secret is that once you know what you want, like, if that's truly your heart's desire, not just here, but in your heart, you have to keep stepping into it. Mm.
0: Yes. I think you're absolutely right. It's being being able to be completely congruent with this is my intention. Being really intentional with it, and I'm, I'm. It's going to happen no matter no matter what happens along the journey because you're expecting it to happen. Yes. that energy of expectation is so powerful. I love. Thank you for reminding me about Oprah's journey because it is phenomenal, and I love the. It's just inspirational, isn't it? When you see other people. Completely reinventing themselves and their lives, and their and being able to live beyond potentially what they may have originally thought was possible. And and like you were saying earlier, it's it's that's open to for all of us, all of us. Yes. What? Well, how? How do? Because I know this is something that you dive in and talk about a lot with your clients, and we have many conversations as well ar- around this too. Is how do you see? you know, you, from your perspective, limiting beliefs, blocking us from, from growing our businesses.
1: Yeah. So, so a lot of people are like, well, I don't even know if I have a limiting belief when they, when they first start working with us. And I'll say, I'll show you how to figure out where you might have a little limiting belief. And they'll say, okay. And I'll say, what's the biggest or the grandest revenue model or revenue number that you can imagine for yourself, right? Is it a two X? Is it a 10 X? Like what's the number? And so they'll, you know, come up with a number, whether it's a half a million or a million. And I'll say, what's the story you tell yourself about why you can't have this? And immediately it's like, we have a story. So within that story is a limiting belief. It's a limiting story. And it's something we've been telling ourselves. And the fastest way to shift that limiting belief is to simply ask yourself, what are three things that are potentially not true about it? And, and that kind of makes your brain go, what? It's like, what are three things that are potentially not true about that story you're telling yourself. And what's so magical about it is the second you start to ask your subconscious that question, the limiting belief just starts to peel away. It just starts to go away. And I, like you, we, we've been in this work for millennials, it feels like, right, many years. And I'm always looking for like a quick hack, like what's the fast way to release a limiting belief? And that's the fastest way I have found to do this. Like. Ask for the goal. Like, what's the goal? Ask yourself, what's the story I'm telling about it? Then, what are three things that are potentially not true? Starts to fall away. And then ask yourself, what would I rather believe? What's the mm. story I'd rather tell myself? And then, if you want to supercharge it, script it as if it's already happened. We do that a lot with our clients. Like, we'll journal as if it's 12 months ahead, as if it's already happened. They dated it like it's a journal entry. And when they write that, they're They'll always tell me it's so powerful. And I know you do these exercises as well, but scripting is that last piece that kind of locks that new story in. I've just got goosebumps with you talking about that because it is so powerful. So, so powerful. And we forget, right? Isn't that the cosmic joke Louisa? said like, we, we know these things, you and I, like we work with our clients all the time. We see our clients getting amazing results. And then as humans, we forget. That's why we all need each other in our lives. We need coaches. We need mentors. We need healers because that's the cosmic joke. If we remembered all of it, apparently this journey wouldn't be any fun. I don't know. I I don't know if I agree with that, but that's what other people tell me. (laughs) But
0: it's, it is definitely more fun being able to to do it together. You mentioned about your friend, Jana, I think at the beginning saying about, Mm -hmm. can we do this together? It was that sense of her, you know, you and me and uh, and us going off on this adventure together. And I think that's, otherwise entrepreneurship is is it can feel so lonely if you haven't got somebody kind of rooting for you guiding you providing that that mentorship and coaching to help you expand your consciousness I think you're absolutely right that's why we do all need each other because otherwise the psychology of just being human will naturally start to go back to old default set points
1: yes and within that we're saying like mentorship and coaching and friendship right like you and I have this great friendship. And I think uh, when you think about all the business friends, like we have business friends and then we have other friends, but having having the business friends who really get it, like there's nothing like that because you you said it, it's, it can be a very lonely journey. You can feel like you're the only one going through this at this time in this world right now. And so having someone to talk to, and sometimes it's not because there's bad things, sometimes it's just, you're leading, you're, you're the only one, right? Uh, at That's at the top. And there's certain things you can't share with your team that just wouldn't be appropriate. So having, having the friends on the journey, just as important.
0: It so is. You mentioned there around about being the leader, and being the CEO. And um, when you're in that energy, like you said, there are, there are things that perhaps aren't appropriate to share with your team. And that's why it's so important to, to have those other people around you. How do you see, you know when we think back about the the clients that you're 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 working with as a as a coach helping helping a ceo grow their business because it's different isn't it from just kind of early days when you're kind of getting up to perhaps not seeing yourself as a ceo but a ceo for me that language has very different energy from being self employed
1: you know it's interesting i believe that every business owner is a ceo the second that business is born i i think especially as women you know, women business owners tend to kind of, we tend to shy away from that energy because mm-hmm. it feels masculine. And yet I think you can still be a very feminine CEO, have the, fe- have the balance of the masculine and the feminine. Uh, but I'm, I just, I've always believed that. And part of it, I think is because I got to wear that CEO hat in someone else's business. When I left that, I, I was working with a recruiter for a while. Cause I, I told him, I said, I want to be the president and CEO of the next company. And he's like, he didn't outright say this, but he's like, you kind of have to start over. And he said, I could maybe get you a regional manager position or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that. (laughs) And I was very stubborn (laughs) as I am still today. And finally, he was so annoyed with me. Like he just thought, I think he just thought I was being very immature or whatever. And he said, well, why don't you just start your own company? Which was the takeaway close. He was like, I'm just going to take it away. So she'll take this other job and bring her. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was, I think he wanted (laughs) He hated me in that moment. It was such an epiphany. I was like, why haven't I thought, yes, you're absolutely right. And I walked out that door and I I thank him to this day because he gave me that boot. But, you know, that was, I embodied the CEO energy. And for anyone who's listening in this moment, like I invite you to be in that energy because it is a different energy. And it does, I believe it helps you grow your business faster because you, you tend to, you, you tend to make those decisions a little bit faster. You take you can take the risks faster, not in a way that doesn't, you know, that's you know, not in a way that's too risky for your business, but you just tend to step into it in a different way. And I've noticed that with our clients, when they embody the energy of CEO, they do start to hire. They do start to invest more in marketing. Like it's just a different hat. Thanks for it noticing really that. I think that's a really important point. Yeah, that's a takeaway. That really is—it's a, a writer downer for
0: for everyone, isn't it? Is it, that sort of self check of how embodied am I in my CEO energy? Whether I've just opened the gates, and I love that you highlighted that—you know, just the day you open doors to your business, yeah. stepping into that CEO energy, so that you're um, embodying that. Whether you've just got started, you've hit the 100k, you know, milestone, multi-six figure milestone, et cetera, et cetera. Every part of the journey is going to require more of the. CEO leadership and embodying that.
1: Yeah, I want to say, so this is sparking. This is really good. I love when we don't know we're going to talk about and the magical stuff comes through. So yesterday I was invited to be on, um, I was on a different show. It was like a, it's like the small business network. And I'm just getting to know this group, very powerful. Um, It was was just, it was really fun. And they had kind of a, kind of a network interview style. So it sort of felt like you're on this network anyway. Um, and I was thinking about the energy. They were asking me some questions about being the CEO and as a woman, right? And so it is International Women's Day, and as we were having this conversation, I was looking behind me because I have this big thing of flowers, right? Which they're paper, by the way. I won't do the trick with their paper. So when I put
0: them over, they I love these flowers. Yeah.
1: The fun trick. And as I was having this conversation, I was thinking how much I've shifted from you know, in the beginning, really feeling like I had to be in the masculine energy a lot. And so over the years, being in this feminine energy, like I wouldn't have worn this shirt 20 years ago, I wouldn't have had flowers behind me 20 years ago. And yet, today, I believe that makes me a more powerful CEO as a woman to really embrace feminine, feminine energy, energy in the mix of that, right, to br- embrace that. So I just, I just wanted to share that piece of, because here's the thing, They invited me back. I'm going to be a, I didn't get to tell you this yet. Usually get to catch up on all the things. So I'm going to be a regular contributor on their show. And I thought, wow, what great evidence that we as women, especially as women business owners can embody the masculine and the feminine and really celebrate that and be elevated by others.
0: Oh, I love that, that so much. Yeah. Congratulations. That's, that's so huge. Yeah. And I love your top, by the way. I was thinking that, admiring it. That color is gorgeous. <laughs>
1: well, I wanted to pick something appropriate for your show, and so I was looking at it. I was like, "It's this. It's this shirt." So thank you. Yeah, bringing the feminine today,
0: channeling, channeling the show. I love it with the clothes you're wearing. Absolutely, that that is so huge. That is really huge. Uh, what would you say, thinking about you know all that we've talked about and the the, the leadership energy, this being in the CEO energy and the, the limiting beliefs that everybody has, even though they, they think they don't have. <laughs> what's What would you say is the, the number one secret that you just wish that all entrepreneurs knew
1: about scaling their business? Yeah, I love this question. All right. So build your dream revenue model. So build, build the So if you want to have a million dollar business, build that revenue model. If it's a million, build the one one that's in your heart, the one that you really want to build. So often we build the revenue model that either someone told us we could have based on our industry or the one that kind of fits like it's it's like the good enough one. I see this over and over. It's like, oh, it's good enough. And so we invite our clients to build that dream revenue model, the big one, right? And you can have the one... That where if you don't quite hit that, what would it look like? But build the expansive one, because here's the thing. Let's say if you really want a seven figure business and you build the revenue model and you only hit only, you only hit 600,000, you might've only built a half a million dollar business model and hit that, right? And then been, and realized you didn't even create the space for the 600,000 that was wanting to come to you. So in other words, make your container big enough. And that's the piece I see that most people miss. And then it's like, and we stagnate and I'll say this, it's not a perfect science. You don't build the revenue model. And then the next day it's like perfect. Like you've got to do the things you got to take the actions. You got to massage your marketing. Like <laughs> We live this all the time. Like your, t- your target client changes, um, mm-hmm. something that was working before doesn't work. So you got to keep massaging that. However, when the space is big enough, that's when the miracles can show up. So build the container big enough for your dream business to show up. I love that.
0: That is so powerful. I think you're absolutely right with that piece around. It's because it's the limiting beliefs that will have created capping the business model that you've you've stepped into and chosen, thinking it's big enough.
1: Right. And, it, and for most, and especially, I'm speaking to the women, our women and our communities. For most of us, it's not big enough, and we have a lot of limiting beliefs of, especially when it comes to scaling that. If, if I create the seven figure business, I'm not going to have time for my children, my husband, my activities, my church, fill in the blank. Like we could fill in the blank for days. Right. And what we want to invite our community to, and women to lean into is that the opposite is actually true. What we've seen over and over again, is that when the ladies in our community build the next level model. They actually have more time. Like I can think of a beautiful client right now who's a virtual assistant business. She's grown it from, I think she's about 8,000 a month. She's now a consistent 25,000 a month going to 40,000 a month. That's her next level. She only works 20 hours a week. She has plenty of time for her daughter and her family. And she just keeps saying, I'm going to act, her goal is to keep working less as her company grows. That's what's possible.
0: Yes oh it so is because I think one of the things that can happen for people so thank you for sharing that um, example that real life example for 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 people to see because I I think one of the things that I see that holds people back is this fear of burning out because potentially they've worked so hard to hit whatever xyz milestone whether it's 5k months 10k months 20k months and the subconscious is like I just can't do that again if it's been that hard to get to that point does that make sense? Yes. And so that that can really you know, create that freeze for people with with moving forward and like the stagnation that you were you were talking about.
1: How do you help your clients with that? That when they hit that ceiling.
0: So well, so energetically, what we do, we do a lot of well, as you know, like muscle testing and through the Akashic records, identifying what is the what is the the, the hidden belief that's behind. The, the the stagnation and and you know often people might say they'll say you can hear it can't you I know you know this as well and how people are talking about their current experience and so we can identify well what is the root is it a fear of burnout and then the body needs to feel safe to know that it's not going to burn out or have a risk of that repeating moving forward so being able to do that clearing and and healing work around that piece so that they can move forward Let's yeah. say they're stepping into a new business model without those old fears bubbling up again and then sabotaging what they're creating in the new business model.
1: Yeah. Aren't we as humans just so complex? And <laughs> and I always say we're, we're so good. We can be so good at blocking the blessings that want to come to us without even knowing it. That's why the work you do and the work I do with our clients is so, so important because we in some ways we make that energy we make the energy so it can't stick anymore like that's one of the ways i like to think about like those limiting beliefs can't stick anymore the fear is not going to stick to you mm. and when energy is not sticky it's like all of a sudden it's like oh this is what flow is <laughs> oh, okay now i remember again
0: and it's like a relief isn't it? it's like oh thank god that shifted now because i can i can move forward i can
1: breathe or whatever mm. yes
0: I think one of the other things that I've really recognized having worked with people across all levels of their business is people earlier on so just anyone who's earlier on in this journey I really want you to 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 hear this is that the same kind of types of limiting beliefs bubble up whether you're just getting started in business or whether you're moving from seven to eight figures in, in revenue that that's just the journey of being a human expanding and growing your consciousness and making a bigger impact in 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 the world and I think earlier on you can kind of think oh god this is just me that's having this experience and everyone else isn't having these these thoughts and these these energetic blocks and all the things
1: yeah well I think too like so everybody's blocks are different We say this everybody I was just doing a an event we do called scale to seven it's one of our um kind of free events where we get to hang out with people and We always say, you know, everybody has a different scale to seven formula. And, and that's because we all have different beliefs about what's possible for us. And that's why our journey is going to look so different and doing the work, like the work that you're talking about, Louisa, like the better, I think we get at being willing to do the work or to be willing to say, what is that? What am I saying to myself today? Or what's, what's kind of sticky over here. The more you can do that and surround yourself with people who can get you cleared out and get you unstuck the faster you can move. Yes, so
0: true. So, so true. Fun. You're you're an absolute ninja at blasting through blocks for people as as well. I've had the benefit of your blasting my block. So thank you so much. And
1: vice versa. Oh my gosh, that's why this is so much fun. Like it's and it's you know it's so odd. I mean I can tell you and you know you know my stuff and you think you look at some of your limiting beliefs and you're like really <laughs> I <laughs> Wow. Why would I even think that? And that's the truth. And a lot of times it's not even ours, right? A lot of times those beliefs are someone else's that we've taken on or something we picked up in our industry. I did that a lot. Like I would take industry numbers and think they had to be mine too. And so you just learn that that none of that, you don't have to hold any of that.
0: Uh, that's so true I've come across it with the industry numbers and taking that on as programming and I think we do the more, the more spiritual work you do the more energetic work you do the more open you are to what is going on in the collective consciousness in that industry industry standards and we just need to be keeping ourselves clear of all that all that programming so they don't we don't then embody it right that's not exactly. going to hold us back you know, we're like, we're not having that one. No, raise, raise, raise. No,
1: thank you. I'm not taking that percentage on. That's not my business.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, so what lights you up the, the most about all the incredible work that you, you do? Yeah,
1: so it just happened last night. So what lights me up, and I'm sure you can relate to this, is when you get the email from the client who has not only busted through the limiting belief or the block or the whatever, but there's money falling like rain into their bank account. And they, the, for the first time, they might be seeing what's possible in their business. And I, and celebrate, I celebrate that, that moment that so much because much. they don't even know, right? They don't even know how much that's going to have a domino effect into every area of their life, into their children's lives, into, you know, their spouse, like all their family, like it just, it just, the dominoes start to fall. And I, I think of clients that I've known for now for like 10 years who built multi-million dollar companies And their lives are different. They have, you know, they have vacation homes. They, their kids are now in the private school that they wanted or the the college they wanted to go to. They become, become unlimited in the impact they can make. They started nonprofits, right? It's like this beautiful domino effect. So it all starts with that, that email that we get that says, you know, you're never going to believe this. Look what happened.
0: It is. It's so special, isn't it? It makes it all worthwhile. All with
1: all the tough stuff like that. Like that is, I save those emails on some for some days when I'm like, "Why did I start my business again?" And it's like, "Oh, oh, I remember now."
0: Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's exactly that moving through the tough stuff. And I think that that's it, isn't it? Often we don't in the industry talk about the tough stuff and being able to navigate our way through that. You know, sometimes I often say it's like needing to be a weeble that wobbles that doesn't fall down. I don't know if you had those where where those childhood characters came from
1: (laughs) i can think yes Yeah, Yeah. yeah
0: that image of just kind of like you just keep bouncing back up again keep bouncing back up again and having that emotional resilience to be able to move through so you can make a bigger impact and you know serve more people so that they are that ripple effect you know being able to live beyond what they thought was initially possible
1: how how can people find find you come into your world ursula yeah, thank you. The easiest way is just to go to the website, my website, UrsulaInc.co, not dot com.co. And I also hang out on Instagram. We post a lot of videos there. I have a YouTube channel. So if you look for Ursula Minches, there's not, as far as I know, there's not another one of me on the planet. You I'm are original and last name, um, which I didn't appreciate for a long time, but now it's great. It's very Googleable. So um so YouTube and we're putting out more and more free content. So um Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, but UrsulaInc.co, you'll find everything there. And there's a gift. There's a little freebie on the homepage that is our quantum revenue expansion masterclass, and people can grab that too.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And who who is the quantum revenue expansion masterclass for? What type of person is going to love that?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. So it's someone who, <clears throat> excuse me, who's maybe at low six figures, so maybe 100,000, or even, even if you're not quite at 100,000, you're going to get something from this. But you have a deep desire to 2x your revenue, like really go to that next level. So it's a three part class. The first class, we identify your new revenue number, like what's your expanded container. And then we work on your packages and your pricing, really getting them into alignment with the new container, because a lot of times that has to be up leveled. And then the third part of the class is all about how you can collapse time with team systems, processes, quantum mindset, and get to your goal even faster.
0: Yes, I love it.
1: Very, very powerful masterclass.
0: Encourage everybody to to register and to to check it out. Oh, Ursula, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and love with everybody today. It's just been an absolute pleasure having you having you back on the show.
1: Thanks for having me back. Lisa, always fun to hang out with you and your community. And many blessings to you always.
0: Thank you and thank you everyone for joining us I hope that this has served you we'd love to hear all your thoughts and insights so do come and join us in the Monday Kinesiology for six and seven figure CEOs in Facebook and you can share your thoughts on our podcast conversations there so in our next episode sending you all lots and lots of love namaste Thanks for listening to the Infinite Prosperity podcast. And if you like what you've heard and want to know more, please go to louisahavers.com. We just appreciate you so much. So thank you for listening and hanging out with us. If there's anything that we can do for you, you can email us at louisa at louisahavers.com. Let my team know if you have any ideas for shows that you'd love to hear or topics you want me to talk about. Really looking forward to hearing from you. All right. That is it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for today. Looking forward to connecting with you again. Until next time. Namaste.